Hello, welcome to episode four of a podcast with Chris Enns, your daily-ish audio show that I do. I am uh, back behind the official microphone, the bigger microphone, the better microphone of, uh, that I use for most of my podcasting stuff. So it's interesting, it feels a little more um, formal than when I talk into the talking to the bottom of my phone and uh, and I get to hear the intro music play as I start recording and just kind of feels like I need to prepare a little more, I guess. This is episode four, of course, uh, like I said, for on February 11th, 2014. Remember, it's daily-ish. I don't do it every day, but we'll, we'll try and get it, you know, most days maybe. Um, but no set schedule, kind of just if there's stuff to talk about and, uh, or if it's been a while. <laughs> I'll try not to do any of the, uh, sorry for waiting forever to record a new episode, episodes, but uh, I'm sure that'll happen because because life, right? So uh, first off, I just happened to see that, uh, well, it was probably a couple of days ago, but trailer for Game of Thrones Season 4 is out. Well, the trailer's out a month ago. There's a 14 and a half minute sort of uh, teaser discussion, fan questions to the actors kind of trailer thingy that's out. Links in the show notes, which you can find at PDS, pdcst.ca, podcast without vowels.ca slash four. And, uh, yeah, they they spent 14 minutes previewing the season and didn't really reveal a lot in terms of details. I haven't read the, the books far enough to know what's going to happen. Um, but I uh, have watched you know, the first three seasons, obviously. Interesting, the, the trailer, which was, like I said, was out about a month ago, I think, or a couple of weeks anyways, has uh, about 17 million views right now on YouTube. And and the foreshadowing, I think, was a couple million, maybe. Um, and just comparing that to TV... The uh, an episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother, popular TV show, I guess on the on the on the TVs, um, gets about nine million view, viewers per per episode. So, just it's interesting times we live in. I guess I don't have a profound statement about that. It's just obviously, more and more stuff moves online. You can see where the money is at from YouTube's perspective for advertising and putting dollars towards advertising and, and getting more people putting their content on YouTube because if they can attract that kind of viewership, advertisers are obviously going to be willing to pay for that, to be in front of that, um, as, as I've seen. Um, what else is I going to say? The uh, Some feedback I got from a couple folks, uh, and I've, I know this about myself, is that uh, on these episodes in particular, when it's just me talking, I seem to do a fair amount of prefacing and apologizing <laughs> in advance of a statement I'm about to make, which I think is uh, partially due to, you know, the good Canadian stereotype of, of always apologizing, but also there's certainly plenty of, plenty of Canadians who don't apologize. Um, uh, but also just, I don't know, something in my nature. It's something my wife uh, uh, tells me I do a lot and... Uh, and something I work on, especially as it comes to podcasting, I don't worry that much in regular life. I don't know that I do it that often in, in daily conversation, but certainly uh, whenever I'm sharing my opinion on something as it relates to something in a podcast, like say on the intellectual radio program, I'm always spending two minutes discussing my thoughts before I actually get to my thoughts and, and sort of making sure you're aware of why I, I think this way so that you can't get, you won't get mad at me, I guess, or something. I don't know what the deep-seated issue. I haven't gone to a therapist about it yet or anything, but, um, 
yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's that fear of uh, a bit of a fear of sharing my opinion and having someone judge me for my opinion or, or get mad at me for my opinion or something. I don't know. Um, I haven't spent a lot of time analyzing it, but, uh, <laughs> I thought it was worth mentioning and, and talking about on this, uh, uh, this, this show anyways, just cause it is just me. And so there probably will be times where I do that. And I look forward to the feedback from, if no, nobody else, my wife anyways, if she listens, um, and I'm sure friends will point it out if I do it a lot too. And you can tweet me if I do it too much or don't. So I'm sorry for sharing my opinion there. Uh, what related to that actually is something that I've been kind of tr- struggling with is the whole self-promotion stuff. I, I struggled with this with the web in general. Um, there's people who have no problem promoting themselves and you know alerting the media and whatever that means in, in your sort of realm, whether it's you know traditional media or web media and web folks about their thing, sharing it, you know, three tweets a day about their new podcast episode or a blog post or a video they made or Tumblr gif they animated or whatever. Um, And it's something that I, there's a mixture of um, sort of false humility there, I think, because I I mean, obviously anybody who puts stuff out on the web, you're kind of desperate for attention and hoping for... excuse me, hoping for uh, people to pay attention to what you're doing. And I, I mean, you enjoy doing it, but um, to be honest, you know, the enjoyment, if nobody is actually paying attention, well, then you might as well just record a daily audio journal in, in this case or write a, a journal in your your notebook and not really put it out in the world um, if you're not hoping for some sort of listenership, readership, some sort of attention, right? And not that you're seeking... See, there we go again. Not that, not that you see, you're seeking it for vanity's sake or ego, um, maybe for monetary reasons, for advertising, like with, you know, we said with YouTube, um, something anyways. And so it shouldn't be a surprise that if you're putting something out in the world that you're hoping people will pay attention to, that you would then tweet about it, write a newsletter about it, all those kinds of things, uh, get it out there, Facebook, post it, etc. cetera. But I, I struggle with when I see folks, other folks doing it in what seems like a, over the top kind of way, you know, I guess like in terms of, especially traditional media or something like that, I feel like I'll wait until I'm doing something interesting enough that they'll come talk to me. But yet I see the people who I, it feels like they're not doing anything that's that interesting, but the media is coming to talk to them. And, and it's probably because, well, I know in a few cases it's because they promote themselves to the media and I'm not like, I don't judge them for it, but it just, it's not in my nature to promote myself in that way, I guess. And I struggle with that. But by the same token, if I ever hope to do any of these things, whether it's podcasting or any of the, of the internet creative vendors, um, not vendors, uh, ventures that I put out there, I obviously need to promote them and talk about them. And if I hope to sort of someday build enough of an audience or a, uh, a following or eyeballs or whatever you want to call it to, to support it in terms of uh, membership or advertising, whatever avenue of, of revenue it takes, um, or even just clients for my business with Lemon Productions, like it's you have to obviously get it out there and, and let people know they're not just gonna um, walk through your door accidentally in general. Um, so, yeah, I, sort of something I'm struggling with, and uh, and trying to balance that um, that line, I guess, especially with Twitter. I find um, 
posting about things that I've done, the in case you missed it kind of posts for our European listeners or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff where you're posting it again and trying to have a good excuse as to why. And it seems like the people who sort of go rail against that generally don't have a thing that they're promoting. But then all of a sudden when they do have something, they're they're promoting a new app they've, they've released or a podcast or whatever they, they come out with. All of a sudden those rules kind of bend a little bit and they're happy to, you know, tweet a few more times about the thing that they were kind of upset about post other people posting too often about. So anyways, that's again, I think it's all rooted in my desire to please everybody um, and not tick anybody off. And so um, I'll work on trying to tick more people off, I guess is the moral of the story of this episode. <laughs> so my time is running out uh, and I appreciate you listening following along with what I'm doing here and I value any feedback you want to give. Uh, I don't have a contact form yet up on podcast.ca, which I'll maybe do shortly after this. But uh, so you can send me a note on Twitter, iChris on Twitter, and of course my blog is chrishands.com. And follow along over at SSKTN. We've got an episode of Terp coming up this week on Thursday where we'll be recording live as well as uh, interview, show me your mic interview. Um with a podcast from the UK. Oh, sorry, she's not in the UK anymore. Anyway, you find all that out at sskTN.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.